For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E.com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com slash manifest. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, then you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Prove it! Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version. With four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. Welcome back to another episode of Manifest with Tori D. Simone. I'm your host, Tori D. Simone. You know, one of the most humbling experiences of life is that everyone has experienced choking on your own spit, like when you swallow by accident, or not, I guess not by accident, but when you swallow and it like goes down the wrong pipe and then you just cough and everyone's like, oh, are you okay? You're like, yeah, I just swallowed my own spit wrong. That literally just happened as I was about to hit record. And it is so humbling. Anyway, really makes us human, huh? Hi, guys. Welcome back to today's episode. For all of the people that hate my life updates, you have good news coming your way. There's not many today. Um, And I think that's because I've been like vlogging every day over on my YouTube channel because I am not doing like vlogmas, but I guess I'm doing vlogmas in like a weird way. I don't know. The word vlogmas is intimidating to me, but I'm like using it because it's like a hot word right now. Um, But I was just like not really doing much with my days. And I was like, if I record my days, maybe I'll want to like do more with my days. So that's the kind of like the logic behind that. And it's been helping a lot. So I'm recording my days and that's been really fun. So I feel like I don't have a lot of life updates because I'm like talking to you guys every day over on YouTube. So Yeah. Also, um, I have a lot, uh, not a lot. I have two like guest podcast 
coming up, like where I have like a guest on the podcast. And this is pretty much going to be the last like real time episode um, until January 10th, which is crazy um, because my podcast network goes away for like they go on Christmas break. So I have to get all my episodes in by this Friday, the 17th. So a lot of my episodes up until <clears throat> like the 20th, the 27th and the third are all going to be like pre-recorded. But don't worry, they'll be like very on brand, like very like resolution-y new year. Like, don't worry. I love the new year. So we will dive deep into the new year. But this is like the last like current episode until January 10th, which is crazy. So anyway, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I don't have a lot of life updates. I'm feeling a lot better. The only thing is now I just have like <clears throat> constant like phlegm in my throat. I don't know. That's so disgusting. But I don't know. It's just there when I wake up and it used to not be. So I hope it's just allergies and that it'll go away soon. Um, also, the last update that I have of my life for today. I told you I don't have a lot of life updates today. Is that I got a Breville espresso machine. I have been debating this for like four days, which is crazy because I'm such an instant gratification kind of bitch that if I think of something, I want it that day. And <clears throat> I thought about it for four days, like weighing out the pros and cons because it's like an investment. It's like a $900 machine. And I was like, do I want this? Do I not? And it took me four days and I was like, you know what? I do. So I got it and it comes tomorrow on Friday. So I'm going to be making a bunch of cappuccinos. I think that's going to be my thing is like a cappuccino. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Um, so I'm very excited. But let's get on to today's episode. I know I'm just kind of jumping right in it. But like I said, it's because I don't really have a lot of life updates. Um, so today's episode is 21 things that I learned in 2021. And I know that these are like cheesy because you always hear like the same stuff, but I tried to be unique and I tried to actually talk about things that I learned this year. 2021 was a transformative year to say the least. I will reflect fondly on 2021. I don't think I'll say it was like my best year ever, but it overall was a good year. Like I'm happy with the year. It wasn't bad. It wasn't excellent. It was just like a good year. Um, and I feel like I, I don't know, like it's been a whirlwind of a year. Honestly, there were really high highs and there were really low lows. And yeah, it was it was a roller coaster to say the least. And there's a lot that I've kept very private throughout the year that I'm going to continue to keep private. But I've learned a lot of lessons from all of like the private stuff that's been going on. And it's not bad. Like I think when people think like, oh, it's private, it's like something bad. It's not bad. It's just like I just don't want to share everything with the Internet. You know what I mean? So um, I've just learned a lot this year. Um, I've had people come and go from my life that I didn't think would come or I didn't think would go. And that was very eye-opening. Um, I've just had like great realizations about myself. I feel very secure in like my health and fitness journey at the moment. 
And like in 2020, I really, really, really struggled with binge eating. And I can confidently say I didn't have a single binge in the entire year of 2021. And that feels really good to say. So there's definitely huge wins in 2021. Like Stride Sea Isle had an amazing season. It was technically like our first full season. Um, So that was amazing. It was like opening up a new studio and I had such great staff there and the summer was so amazing. Stride Phoenixville, we didn't have to shut down this year for COVID, which was amazing. Um, And I just feel like the studio is like alive again. And, you know, fitness has taken a big hit as have so many other industries, but um, I feel fitness and boutique studios particularly are starting to come back to life. And I just feel constant inspiration and motivation. And I'm constantly just getting new ideas and feeling very inspired when it comes to the studio and the way that like the studio industry as a whole has really changed from 2020 into 2021. And I think it's a huge blessing. So there's definitely been extreme highs. I got my dream car this year, which I don't think I've talked about the car that I got, Um, but I got a Range Rover this year. I got a Range Rover in April, which has been a dream car of mine for so long, and I was able to afford it this year. So I was very proud of myself, and I, I didn't share it anywhere because I didn't want people to think that like I was being flashy or anything. So I just never shared it and I still never do. Um, but I'm really proud of myself that I was able to do that at 23. I got it three days after I turned 23. So very proud of myself for that. Um, I moved this year. I moved from my condo into an apartment, which was not the season of life that I envisioned when I bought that condo. I didn't think I'd move out of it just to go to like an apartment. I thought I'd be moving to like a townhouse or something. However, being in this apartment has been a huge blessing because it's honestly just so easy living in an apartment. It really, really is. Like if anything breaks, you just call maintenance and like they can fix it. And like all my bills are a lot smaller in an apartment. I don't have like property taxes to deal with. I mean, they're worked into your rent, but like you don't get like extra whatever. Um, it's just great. It's like such a small little space. It's so easy to clean. And I love the location I'm in. I feel like it's like really good for my season of life right now. And when I go to the beach for like extended amounts of time, um, like I said, because it's like so small and cute here, I feel like I can just like pick up and leave and then come back and it feels very homey. It feels very me. I really like my apartment. So that was like definitely an, an unexpected turn of events was selling my condo and then moving into an apartment. Um, yeah, it's just been a great year. I've realized a lot about myself and I've learned so much this year. I think if anything, that's what I'll take out of 2021 is that this was a year where I really learned a lot of important life lessons and valuable ones, which is kind of what we're going to dive into today. So Without further ado, here are 21 things that I learned in 2021. (music) 
for the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine. And that's where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. So from blue light glasses, starlight therapy to EMF management and circadian friendly lighting, Bond Charge products help you naturally address the issues of our modern day way of life effortlessly with maximum impact. One of my favorite products from Bond Charge is their infrared sauna blanket. I loved sauning and I have for a really long time, but the problem is I always have to go to the gym. And a lot of times I want a sauna at night when I'm cozy at home. I just don't want to leave. That's why using the infrared sauna blanket at home has been so amazing. This is a really great way to ease stress and unwind at the end of the day. It's also really good to detoxify and it promotes um, lower inflammation in the body, which is really, really huge. What's also really cool is that because this is a blanket, your head is out of it. So it's honestly, I find it's easier to stay in this longer. And because my head is out of it, I'm able to like read a little bit longer and my body still gets all the good benefits that I get while being in the sauna blanket. It's really easy to set up and it's also really easy to clean. It takes less than a minute to set up. It heats up really quickly and I can enjoy like a 30, 40 minute session in the sauna blanket while I'm relaxing, reading, watching TV, meditating. While if I'm in the sauna, I can really only stay in it for like 15 minutes because it gets so hot and uncomfortable, but because my head's out, I'm able to stay in it longer, but I still get all the benefits of it. I just feel so much more relaxed after my sessions. I just feel really, really good. And I just love ending my night with a sauna. Bond Charge ships worldwide in rapid time. They have free shipping on every sauna blanket. They also have easy returns and exchanges, and they have a 12-month warranty. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E.com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com manifest. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, then you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. What I love about Indeed is that whenever I'm looking for a candidate, I put it out on Indeed and instantly I get matched with exactly what I'm looking for. So I don't really have to waste time like scrolling through resumes or anything like that to make sure that they're what I'm looking for. Every resume that I do look for has exactly the qualifications that I need. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to Indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Number one is diet culture is a scam. Hot take? I don't know. I don't think that's a hot take. I think everyone kind of knows that. Um, I made an episode a while ago about like rules that I gave up in diet culture. And that got such a great response. Like I had clients at the studio even coming up to me being like, that was such a great episode. It really meant a lot to me. So once I gave up the whole like diet culture rules, quote unquote, everything got easier. I lost weight. I lost having a relationship with food. And now food is just food to me, which is awesome to like not have a relationship with food. It's food. Like I don't need to have like a relationship with it. So I gave like that one away. And I'm now at a weight where I'm very comfortable. And I just feel like it's just where my body is like very comfortable sitting at. I'm not trying to gain weight. I'm not trying to lose weight. I just live my life and this is where my body likes to be and I feel really good in it. So that is just amazing just to like drop diet culture and drop all the rules of like you need to have a protein, carb, and fat on every meal and you shouldn't eat past 8 p.m. but you should eat first thing when you wake up in the morning and don't do cardio faster but make sure that you eat before you lift and don't have too much dairy, but some dairy is good for you and make sure that you only eat chicken, but red meat is good on occasion. It's like, there are so many rules out there that are so confusing and everyone is going to have something that works for them and everyone's going to preach that their way is the best way. And once I stopped looking at food as like a protein, a carb, a fat, a macronutrient, And just started being like, that's a bagel and cream cheese. And that looks really good. So I think I'm going to have that right now. Life just got one, much more enjoyable. And two, I totally dropped any relationship with food that I had, period, good or bad. Spoiler alert, it was bad. But I, like I said earlier, I didn't feel the need to binge. I completely leveled out and I am overall just happier. So the biggest thing in 2021 is that I completely got rid of diet culture in my life and it's been the best thing I've ever done for myself. Um, Number two is that exercise doesn't have to mean you're out of breath, sweating, lifting heavy weights, pushing yourself 24-7 during a workout. That was hard for me to realize because that's always how I thought workouts were. Growing up, I played softball, so I was very active as a kid, and then I got right into spinning, which is, you know, high cardio, and I'd always leave very sweaty, out of breath. Don't get me wrong. I adore spin. I do. I completely adore it. Obviously, I own multiple spin studios. I'm a spin instructor. I'm like a spin junkie at my heart. Like, I adore spin, and that feeling will never change. Like I, I love the feeling of being super sweaty and being out of breath and like totally pushing myself. However, I don't have to do that every single day. Like that feeling 
of pushing myself to my max every single day to get a good exercise in. And I've learned that this year. You can just like go for a walk or do like light Pilates or take a yoga class. I think the biggest thing for me is a light walk because I used to think like, well, why walk if you can just run? Which is funny because I ran a half marathon this year. So obviously I'm like still into like running and being very sweaty and what, blah, blah, all sort of stuff that I'm talking about. But exercise doesn't just have to be that. It can be something as simple as just going to get your steps in and moving your body, which has been a really awesome lesson to learn in 2021. Um, It just makes life better and happier and easier. It really does. Number three, loyalty is hard to come by. So appreciate the present moment with the people that you have around you. Um, What I mean by this, loyalty is it's hard to come by. Um, And that doesn't just mean like relationships, but also like friendships, like having a friend there that like, I think we all have moments where we have like a friend, a person, maybe a boyfriend in our life that we're like, this person will always be in my life. And you're so confident in that. Um, this year I've had two people that were like so prominent in my life kind of fade out of my life. And that was really hard for me and really shocking for me because I truly looked at these people that faded out of my life as like core pillars and people in my life that I was like, you know, they're my family. Like these people are my sisters. I will never lose these people in my life. And I wouldn't say I lost them, but we've definitely lost touch and kind of just faded out of like, there's no bad blood, but it it was just shocking and surprising. And that's where I come back to loyalty. It's hard to come by because you think in the moment, like this will never change, but things do change. And the way I learned to combat that is to appreciate the present moment with the people that you have in your life. So when I'm with friends, I will, you know, take a moment to just acknowledge like I'm so grateful that they're in my life at this present moment and I'm just enjoying their presence and I'm enjoying this moment. And then I'll like, you know, go back into the conversation and whatever. But yeah, loyalty is definitely hard to come by and that this isn't a negative Um, it's just something that I, I learned throughout the past couple of years, but really this year. And again, it's not a negative, but it's just something that when you realize that you appreciate the presence of other people in the moment around you, it's, uh, yeah, it was a, it was a good, good lesson to learn. Number four, a slower pace of life doesn't mean you are losing in life. It does not mean that you are getting lost or behind in life. I don't even get that phrase. Like I feel so behind in life, like behind compared to what compared to where you think you should be compared to what you see on Instagram, what you see on Facebook, what your parents like life timeline was a slower paced life does not mean you're losing in life. 2019, especially I was so like, grind you know what I mean just like so annoying just like I'm so busy I have to wake up at 4 a.m to get everything done blah, blah, blah. oh my god so annoying of me and I was glamorizing it because I truly was like I'm doing something here like I'm doing something with my life I'm getting up at 4 a.m that doesn't make you a better person than someone else it doesn't make you more valuable than someone else 
you can live a slower paced life that is so valuable and so productive and so successful and so meaningful. And you get to like enjoy life while you do it. I mean, I've just been waking up a little bit later, like between like seven and eight, six thirty on like early days instead of like my four or five AMs. And my quality of life is pretty good. I have to say it's pretty good. And I'm not quote unquote behind. I'm right on my path and I'm really happy with the direction my life is going in. So a slower paced life does not mean you're losing in life. Number five, your day is what you make of it. And what I mean by that was this summer when I was at the beach, there would be days where, you know, I'm living at the beach and I'm like looking forward to this all winter. I'm like counting down the days. Like I can't wait to go to the beach and be here every day and just like experience it and just like live a good life at the beach. I can't wait for that. And then the beach would, you know, show up. The summer would here be here. And I'd be sitting in my room like watching Real Housewives. And I'm like, wait, what am I doing? So in like the beginning of June, me and like a bunch of my staff like made the conscious decision to like seize the day every day and like just make the most of every day. And that was a really valuable lesson. Your day is truly what you make of it. And a lot of people think that in order to be a winner in life, all your circumstances have to align. You know, if I want to have a good day, I need the sun to shine. I need to wake up at this time. I need to have it be this temperature outside. I need to do this in the morning and this in the afternoon and this in the evening. And that's a perfect day for me. And that's how I know I'm going to have a good day. That's a circumstantial win. But you are not a circle circumstantial winner. You're a winner, period. And a winner makes the best out of every single situation. So making the best out of every single day was a really valuable lesson for me to learn. And I don't need to have all the stars aligned for the day to be perfect. It's what you make of it. And that was really valuable for me to learn. Number six is that I really don't like drinking alcohol. And I don't think I'm going to do it anymore, to be honest. I really don't. I just don't like it. Um, it's not my thing. I don't enjoy it. I, do, I don't feel good when I drink it. I don't feel like my best self when I'm drinking. I get high anxiety and I don't like the taste of it. If I'm being completely frank, like, and let's say I do like the taste of it. Like I enjoy the taste of a margarita, but what I'm actually enjoying is like the mixed drink aspect of the margarita, not the tequila. And if I do enjoy the margarita, I don't drink a lot of it because I'm like, oh, I don't want to get like drunk. So I don't want to drink a lot. So then I'm just like sipping my drink. And then five minutes later, it's all watered down from all the ice. So I may as well just get margarita without the tequila and just have as many of that as I want. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just don't love drinking. I don't really think I want to do it, to be honest. Like when I go out, I'll get like a Diet Coke or an Arnold Palmer. And like, I'm so good with that. Uh, Over the summer, I would do club soda and lemonade. And it was really good. And look, I don't get to waste a day. I just don't, I don't like drinking. And, you know, for so long, I used to always just say like, oh, I'm not a big drinker, like da, da, da. But the bottom line is I just don't like it. And I I don't. So I don't think I'm going to do it anymore. For real. It's not me. I don't really like it. 
maybe I'll change my mind next year or in two years <clears throat> and have some drinks. But I don't know. Every time, <clears throat> sorry, my throat. <clears throat> every time I drink, I'm just like, this is not it. And I really learned that this year. Number seven, you can reflect on an old version of yourself without tearing down your current version of yourself. Kind of back to what I was saying um, with number four, a slower pace of life doesn't mean you're losing in life. When I look back on like a 2019 version of myself, it's so easy to be like, man, it looks like I had my life together then. Why don't I have it together now? That's me tearing my current self down based on an old version of myself. And if I remember correctly, in 2019, I made an entire podcast episode about idolizing an old version of yourself. And I said literally in that episode that like 2016 me was doing X, Y, and Z and it was so great. Why can't I do that here in 2019? And now here I am in 2021 being like, why can't I do what I did in 2019? The grass is always greener. You can acknowledge and appreciate a past version of yourself while also appreciating this current version of yourself because that brought you to who you are today. And I think that's beautiful. So yeah, reflect and appreciate the old versions of yourself, but also appreciate the current version of yourself. Number eight, kind of similar to number three with loyalty. Number eight is people will come and go from your life but forgive them and appreciate that they led you to who you are now. It's so easy to write people off, especially when you feel like someone has wronged you or maybe you wronged them, right? And that's hard to accept. It's hard to accept when you when you fuck up, yeah? And when you are like, maybe I did drive this person out of my life for X, Y, and Z reasons. Or maybe, you know, vice versa, you felt like they wronged you. Whatever the circumstance is, you need to appreciate that whether this person is in your life or not, They led you to who you are today and you're better because of it. You're stronger because of it. Life is really hard when you hold grudges. So forgive them, let go, and just send love to them and send appreciative, that's not a word, send them appreciation for who you are today based on your relationship that you once had with them. People come and go all the time. Don't hold a grudge for anyone that leaves. Forgive them and appreciate that they led you to who you are now. Number nine, inspiration is everywhere. Um, Yeah, that's pretty self-explanatory. Inspiration truly does come from all avenues of life and it comes at very unexpected times. So my recommendation is to act on it. Like when you're inspired, like write it down, act on it. Like save that passion in a note or a notebook or a voice memo or something. Just like, you you take inspiration and replicate it, duplicate it, um, and put it out there. Um, I, I love inspiration. I feel like I'm constantly getting inspired and like my notes app is literally just like all these epiphanies that I get from inspiration. Um, something, however, that I also learned this year, kind of like going along with the same thing is that you can be inspired without imitating people. Okay. Um, I think it's so easy to look at someone that's really doing something good and being like, wow, I can do that too. Take inspiration from that rather than imitating it because that person is already doing something. They're already filling a space that had a void because here you are being inspired by it. So take the feelings that you get from that, the inspiration, and share that feeling in your own form of expression. You can take inspiration, but avoid the imitation. 
Number 10 is be open to change and an unexpected life path. Um, I just had a lot of things like thrown at me this year that I did not expect to happen this year. And it led me on a path that I never thought I would kind of be on. And I love it. I love the path that I'm on because of these unexpected changes in my life. So be open to change and be open to an unexpected life path. Number 11 is life is a hell of a lot better when you're nicer, happier, and more positive. I remember there were a couple times in years past when I would be with someone and we would just get to talking and then I would leave and I'd be like, you know, I, I don't feel good about anything. Like I don't feel good about this talk I just had. I don't feel good about my presence around this person. Um, and it's not just like one person that comes to mind. It's, hap- it's happened like multiple times in my life throughout the years or even like on a text message. Like if I'm like, gossiping or like shit talking or complaining on a text message to like my mom or like my best friend, I just kind of walk away feeling shittier. Honestly, like it doesn't make me feel better. And when I am exuding like love and I'm nice and I'm happy and I'm positive and I'm grateful, everything in my life just goes a lot better. It is so easy to bitch and complain. Misery loves company. Like we get it. It is easy to live life like that. But it's more enjoyable to live life happy and positive. And yeah, it's going to take like a mind shift and you have to work at it. I'm sorry, a little bit. But it's so rewarding. And life is a hell of a lot better when you're happier, nicer, and more positive. Number 12 is removing people from your life that make you feel icky when you're around them is tough in the moment, but so rewarding. Um, I made an episode a while back about like kind of distancing yourself from people that don't make you feel like your best self. And this year I had someone close to me that I adored. And, you know, the more time I spent with this person, I just sort of realized like, you know what? I love them but I don't think this is the best like friendship for me to always be in. Like I don't always feel like my best self when I'm with them. I do 80% of the time, which was awesome, but the 20% of the time wasn't worth it for me to like feel icky and just slowly distance myself. And it was really tough, Um, but it was worth it in the long run. And it was hard to accept that, honestly. But sometimes you have to do tough things in the moment so that you feel better in the long run. Like trust your gut, trust your intuition. Um, yeah, it's it's tricky. I get it. Like navigating friendships is really, really difficult. And finding good quality people is also difficult. But they're out there and you will seek them and they will find you. And look, friendships that come and go are a part of life. It really is. It's a part of life. You learn so much. And going back up to um, number eight, appreciate these people in your life, whether you still have a relationship slash friendship with them or not. 
um, they're valuable to you and they led you again to who you are now. So yeah, not everyone's supposed to be in your life forever. What's that saying? It's like some people come in your life for a season, others for a reason or something like that. And I have nothing but love to everyone that I've ever encountered in my life. But yeah, it's it's hard to remove yourself sometimes from people that you you know in your gut, like maybe I shouldn't be hanging hanging around these people. And remember, you do become the equal of your group and you become, you know, the average of who you hang out with. So if you're surrounding yourself with happy, positive, productive, inspiring people, you're going to become that. On the flip side, if you're surrounding yourself with negative, self-doubting, gossiping people, you are going to become that. So you have to choose your friends very wisely. Um, And that was something else that I really learned this year. Um, Number 13, if your dream can get accomplished by just you, you're not dreaming big enough. I recently saw this on a podcast and I could not agree with it more. And I love it. It's so true. And I'm really proud to say that all of my dreams I cannot do alone. Stride, I need a team behind me. And this podcast has a team behind me. And yeah, those are the things that I really, you know, dream, dream big about. And I'm really happy to say that I can't do those alone. And I really value my team. Um, Number 14 is that there's no one size fits all when it comes to health and fitness. There's not even a right or wrong definition of what fitness is, if I'm being honest here. Kind of going back up to what I said in numbers one and two, people love to preach what they know works for them. But what works for Sally Joe isn't going to necessarily work for you. So it's really important to have trial and error, figure out what you like, figure out what you don't like. And when you find out what works for you and what you like and how you feel your best, you just keep doing that and don't look back when someone tries to tell you that you need to go on a keto diet or you should be vegan or you should do blah, 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 blah. You don't need to look back, girl. When you figure out what works for you, you stay on course and you do what works for you. Number 15, I'm a homebody. You know, I am. I don't like going out. I don't. I don't like drinking. I don't like going out. If I could stay home like every single day, I so would. Um, I don't ever have to leave. I'm good like not leaving for real. I'm a huge homebody and um, I didn't realize that until honestly this year and especially this summer when everyone was always like going out at night um, to bars and stuff and I'm just like, I'm so good. Like I just don't want to if I'm being honest. Um, it's just not fun for me. Like for me, happy hours are super fun. Going to dinners are super fun. Going to the beach in the middle of the day is super fun. Like I like daytime activities. I'm just a daytime person. I just get tired at night. And if I'm tired at night and then go out late and then I have to wake up the next morning, it like ruins my morning. I'm so tired. It like throws off my whole day. Like four hours of fun at night is not worth throwing off an entire day the next day. I don't know. I just would rather not go out. I'd rather just stay home, have like a bonfire and like make s'mores, you know, like, I don't know. I'm just such a homebody and I really learned that this year and I like being a homebody. I feel good about being a homebody. No regrets there. Number 16, life happens when you're busy making plans. So sure, make a life plan, but be open to the fact that it will most likely not go as planned. I 
saw like a future for myself a couple years back and I'm like, this is exactly how my life is going to go. Dude, my life is literally nothing like that whatsoever. Life happens when you're busy making plans. And yes, I'm a planner, like I have my entire day planned out today, but I'm also aware and open to the fact that life can totally change. And life is really good when you live it spontaneously. When you let life happen and stop resisting life, it gets a lot sweeter, it gets a lot better. So yeah, let life happen. Number 17, learn to conquer your thinking and your mind, and that will truly make all the difference. What I mean by this is I really learned this through running. When I learned that my mind is the driving force of everything that I do in my life, it truly made all the difference. I used to tell myself, like, I hate running. It's not for me. Every excuse in the book. And then this year I ran a half marathon. Well, that sounds like someone that can run. You know what I mean? And you're, you're, it's just so crazy how powerful your mind is. We truly believe these narratives that we tell ourselves, which is why we need to make sure that we're telling ourselves the proper narratives, that we're telling ourselves positive narratives. Because like I said earlier, it's so easy to say the negative and so easy to like make sure, whatever. It's just easy to always be down on yourself. But learning that your mind is the driving force in everything you do will change your life for the better. It's so powerful and really using that tool of your mind in your advantage will truly change your life. Number 18, you're allowed to change your mind, okay? So often we see people that like are getting, not even like the, can. I guess you could take this to like the canceled route. People that get canceled for stuff that happened like seven years ago And the narrative is like, well, you said this seven years ago, so you must still agree with it. No, like we're human beings. We're allowed to change our mind and you're allowed to change your mind. Like how I said, like literally number six, I don't like drinking. I said, maybe in a year I will. Like you need to allow yourself to change your mind and allow yourself to grow and to learn and to evolve. That's what it's all about. I would hope that when I'm, 30, I don't think the same way I do when I'm 23. I want to change my mind. I want to evolve and I want to learn and I want to grow. You're allowed to change your mind. And I think the narrative being pushed is that like you're not allowed to, but you totally are. You can completely change your mind at any time. Number 19, saying no to others is saying yes to yourself. It's really hard to say no to other people. But it's also really hard to let yourself down. And what's more important to you? I learned a lot this year that like my time has been spread pretty thin in a lot of different directions this year. And I really value time to myself. I value time to work hard and work alone at times without distraction. And the only way I can get that done is if I say no to other people. If I say no to something that You know, like I make plans, but I'm like, I really just don't want to do that. Like, just say no. And saying no to others is saying yes to yourself. And it feels really good to prioritize yourself and put yourself first sometimes. Number 20, life is not just black and white, even though that would be really easy. What I mean by that is like, I used to think like this too, where 
It's so easy to look at a situation and be like, that's right and that's wrong. And if this were to ever happen to me, I'm going to do X, Y, Z. But then this situation like occurs to you and you're like, oh, it's not as easy as I thought it would be. Like life is all a gray area. All of it. It's a gray area. And it's up to each person to make their decisions within that gray area of what works best for them. Life would be so easy if it was just black and white and there's a right and there's a wrong and we follow the right, we, we avoid the wrong. That would be so easy, wouldn't it? But that's not what life is about. Life is an entire gray area. It's not black and white. And learning that has been a hard pill to swallow, but a crucial tool and lesson in life because it, again, allows for life to happen. And it allows for you to go on an unexpected path of life that maybe you wouldn't expect. And lastly, number 21, living your dream life is hard. Letting life pass you by is hard. Choose your heart. That was something that I really learned this year. Like, it's so easy to see people living out their best life, doing hard things, and we so badly just want to hear them say that for them it's easy, right? We want to hear someone that can run a marathon in under three hours say, yeah, like I'm a natural runner. It's pretty easy for me because that immediately gives us an excuse as to why we can't do it, right? That's what we all want to hear. We want to hear that a dream life for someone else is easy for them and that's why we can't attain it because it's not easy for us. But once you actually listen to people and say like, oh, for example, a sub three-hour marathon is really hard for me. That was hard to do, but I worked hard and I got it done. Once we hear that, we're like, oh, fuck, I could do that then. If it's hard for them, it's going to be hard for me. Living your dream life is really hard, but it's worth it. You know, it is worth it. But it takes hard work and we all want to hear that it's easy, but it's not. It takes hard work. But also letting life pass you by and sitting on the couch, being lazy, feeling unmotivated, uninspired is hard. That's hard because it's a sucky way of life. It's just it's not a good way to live. And it's hard to live a life that you're not proud of. It's also hard to get up and make the life that you are proud of. So knowing that both options are hard, creating the life that you want and letting the life that you want pass you by, knowing that they're both hard, you have to decide what's more important to you. Which route of hard is worth it? To me, the answer is very obvious. Make your dream life happen. It's going to be hard, but it's going to be worth it. But so is letting your dream life that could have happened pass you by. That's really hard too. Don't let your life pass you by. Live your dream life. It's going to be hard, but it's going to be worth it. Guys, those are the 21 lessons slash things that I learned in 2021. Um, I hope you guys found this valuable. And I'm ending this year sending everyone so much love. It has been a great year. I've truly learned so much this year. And I'm incredibly proud of who I've become this year, who the people around me have become this year. And I just send everyone love and an amazing 2022. I hope that next year is your most transformative year yet and your best year yet and the best year of your life because you deserve the best year of your life. Guys, I love you. Have a wonderful week and I will talk to you guys very soon. Bye guys.